When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cause I saddle up my glass. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Because it's the right. middle day of the work right. week. And the camel's the hump. hump is right in the middle of its back. That's right. And then Thursday will be over the hump. Over the hump. Right? We're just at the hump right now. Oh, very fun. Hump. Yes, Humpty Dumpty. Not only is today hump day, guess what else it is? Kick it. Yeah! Thank you. Good Tonight night. is that night. Yes. <laughs> it is September t- 21st. That's right. Had this date never occurred, Earth, Wind, and Fire would have never become successful. <laughs> you Maybe could argue. not. Happy birthday to my friend Shelly. That's how I remember her birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, my mom's is on September 11th. That's oh, how I remember that. Oh, that's not... Well, wow. I'm okay. just sorry. Way to go dark. I'm just saying I we were talking September... something fun. Birthday reminder, okay, September great. 21st. Sweet. All right, whatever. No, it's cool. Um, hey. I always wonder, why don't we wake up and start the show every day this month with Neil Diamond? September morning. Well, wow, let's on. do it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, this voice. The one you I know, didn't recognize when we played our game. <laughs> cover story yesterday, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, however, if you pair that, like if you put that right next to Big and Rich Save a Horse Ride a Cowboy, they do conjure up a different emotion, do they not? I mean, we're not trying to put people to sleep. I night. see what you're saying. September morning. <laughs> it's a little bit of a downer. It is. You're oh. right. Let's, let's but it's cool, that. and we're happy for Neil Diamond. All right, I understand a, he had that Caroline song. That, that is true. Awesome. They played a lot at uh, baseball games. Give me the beat. Speaking of baseball. Yes. How about this? Aaron Judge ties Babe Ruth's home run Record 68 is the number, right? 60 is the number by the great Bambino, the Sultan of SWAT. Here's how it sounded. Drill deep to left field. There it goes. Number 60. Aaron James Judge has tied George Herman Babe Ruth with 60 home runs. Well, when we talk about Ruth and Maris and Mantle and all these Yankees greats that there's so many great things in this game. You know, you know, you never imagine as a kid getting mentioned with them, but it's an incredible honor. You know, something I don't take lightly at all. We're not done. We still got a couple games left in this season, and hopefully, a couple more wins come with them. Wow! So that was that. <laughs> what cool. was interesting about it? The New York Yankees were down eight to four. It was the bottom of the ninth inning. They were at Yankee Stadium. Oh my god! They were down eight to four to <clears throat> my Pittsburgh Pirates, who were terrible, and. Aaron Judge hits that home run, 
And Donnie, you would love it because you know the uh, the the like the saying that they do for him, kind of the catchphrase around him from the Yankees announcers is "All rise!" And you're a juror, That's and so great. you like the court reference you there. Got it, juror number twelve here. Thank you, Aaron Judge. And uh, so and then it was eight to five. That leads to a heroic comeback by the New York Yankees, where they won it. Listen to this: they were down eight to five, bases loaded. Giancarlo Stanton at the plate, walk-off grand slam. So oh. Judge's home run, which was historic Whoa. and really gave, like, listen, if you're down eight that to four slam? in the bottom of the ninth, you don't really feel so great about your chances. And Yankee Stadium, the attendance mirrored as much. But anyone who left that game early is like, bummer, we missed Judge's uh, 60th home run. And we missed, you know, there were people driving away from Yankee Stadium last night who then heard, and it's a walk-off grand slam to win the game. Yeah, Literally, they were like, like, the most it. dramatic way you could win yeah. a game. The Yankees won it last night. So, well, anyways, congratulations. Amazing. You can't wear a Yankees ball cap in um, Boston, I found out. Were you doing that? <laughs> well, some of the people I was with, one of them, I, I think, had on a Yankees hat. Yeah. And we went to a, we went to watch... We went to watch a football game at a restaurant. Okay. And FSU, because who cares? Whatever. We went to go watch this game. Sports and somebody talk? had that on, and everyone was like, boo. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's you funny. Know? Very funny. I kind of like that. I kind of like that people are super into their teams. Yeah. I think it's great. It's fun. And like we've said about sports, you know, look, we, we ain't exactly sports talk over here at My Talk, but. The big stuff. The big stuff for sure. And one of the great things about it is, and looking back to last night, what happened at that Yankees game, that walk-off Grand Slam, it's unscripted. And that's what makes it so exciting. Right. It's it's like improv comedy. You don't know what's coming next. It's like this show. Very much so. We are (laughs) decidedly uncertain of what's to come in the next two hours and 45 minutes. But we'll keep going, and hopefully you'll be excited. Now, a lot of people have been talking quickly about my white sweatshirt. Nobody is talking about you. So yesterday I was at Shields, name drop, and I was buying something for my son. He plays little league football or what, you know, uh, peewee football. And so he wanted one of those. All of his teammates have these padded shirts that you wear. So it's kind of like a, like a muscle shirt or an athletic shirt, a compression shirt, but it has pads, pads on the ribs, pads on the shoulders so that it just gives you a little extra layer of protection if a helmet comes and gets you or whatever. So we're halfway through the season and he was like, are you guys going to get that? And we're like, okay, let's go out and get it. So Papap goes to Shields and then I see this clearance rack and I was like, well, let me look over here. You know, I love sweatshirts, crew neck sweatshirts. I love, I love them. I just find them so comfortable. Look at my stomach right now. You can't even see it because it's so, it's loose. I just really like crew neck sweatshirts. Okay. And so I got this white one, and a lot of people were like, unbelievable, that's so bold, you know, post-Labor Day, et cetera. I don't believe anyone said that. It's $24, and I'm seeing myself right now on our little internal camera setup that we have here. How fresh and clean does this look? Look at me on the camera setup, Donna. How, and I want to be humble about this, how good do I look? I mean, you're crediting the sweatshirt? With accentuating my face, hair, et cetera. And sort of detract, detracting from my, my stomach because of the looseness. Rocco, you're seeing it. Yeah, I see it. I saw you when I pulled up behind you um, at okay. the gate today. We don't have to talk Steve about this. Steve still doesn't know how the gate works. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I what brought was a, he waving this time? A just comb? his hand. <laughs> I brought 
a car that didn't have my clip or the badge needed to get in. And so then the gate had been opened, the security gate to our parking lot. And I was like, if I kind of roll up toward this, is it just going to reopen again? Like there's another vehicle coming? Well, not not on the coming inside. If you're if you're leaving the parking lot, yes, but they need to make sure who are you. So then I tried to go up and I was like, ah, criminy. Then I see some uh, jackass pull up behind me. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, crap. Now I can't even put it in reverse because I need to pull closer to the the badge there. The thing where you wave your hand right in front mm-hmm. of it to say, hey, I don't have my badge. Here's who I am. I couldn't do that because Rocco, turns out I didn't even know it was Rocco. Rocco's behind me, crowding me. So then I have to get out. I just wave. I don't even know who it is in the car behind me. I just wave like, hello, sorry. And then I have to go over, mm-hmm. wave my hand ding, in front of it to register. And then they're like, KSTP security. And then I have to do the whole thing and drive in. Steve Patterson, My Tech 1071, formerly Twin Cities Live. Where's your card? In the minivan. Oh, God. Donna, my life is complicated. You're a disaster. My Get life, your you know what together. My life is complicated. We just moved from the minivan back to this car because I finally got the air conditioner fixed. It's freezing today. You know, I got a whole thing. My, uh, my life is complicated. Sorry I blew up. I'm going to go. When we come back, we have all sorts of stuff. I believe it's a Wednesday, depending on how crabby Rocco is today. And I, he seems like he's already in a bit of a better space. <laughs> we might play the Millennial X games. I think we should. Do you think our film, we talked with the Project Down and Dirty folks yesterday and had a great meeting. Do you think that they they probably saw his crabbiness? Like by the end of the call. <laughs> oh my God, I was so ready to get out of there. He was really shutting it down. How do you do in meetings, like in general? I don't think well. We've been in three with them, and they're not. I think it was fine. It's just it was it got a little um, claustrophobic in there. I was the only person in there. (laughs) (laughs) You were breathing right down his shoulder. He said to me later, he's like, "I needed to get away from you." I'm like, "What did I do? I'm being like agreeable and fun, although Rocco not really overly talkative." But you did, Rocco. I think you were picking up on something. I know we're out of time, but I think you were picking up on something that I have experienced before with Donna, and I've even spoken to her before we've gone into meetings. Excuse me, Donna. Um, Rocco, did you notice sometimes, and it was kind of funny because Donna at one point said, I just want to keep this simple. And then there were a series of follow-up questions which unnecessarily made things more difficult. Were you picking oh, up on that? excuse me. <laughs> I'm just You're asking a question. making it more difficult. You're trying to, like, leave the script alone. Just leave it. Just leave it. It's fine. Let's move on to the next part. I think, you know, in order to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. You You got to break some eggs. And I have to tell you, our filmmakers, Kristen and Justin, they're awesome. They're extremely efficient. You tell them, they change it immediately Mm -hmm. and they change it in the simplest way and the funniest way. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're really they're great. They're great. You guys suck. You guys, I just <laughs> I don't quit. think that I'm going to enjoy working with Donna on this. Uh, anyway, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, Barbara Walters won three awards, three of these awards that you would think just by looking at her, she wouldn't even be eligible for them. You might think. I'll explain what they are when we come back. Oh, I heard Donna's feelings. That's next on Donna and Steve. All right, Donna, stop yell- Donna's yelling I at me now. So about it. so sick of it. We haven't even started Project Out and Dirty. Let me just tell people about Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, where we will not be performing because ours is going to be a short film. But we teamed up with Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret a few years ago when we did Project Down and Dirty Comedy, and they helped us out. They do improv comedy every Friday and Saturday night. 
Tickets are only 28 bucks, so it's a great deal. If you're looking to kind of spice up date night, you've been doing the same thing over and over. It's beautiful, right on the edge of your seats. You don't know what's coming next. Improv comedy based on your suggestions, all sorts of fun. Uh, they also have a wonderful concert series as well. When you go to ChanhassenDT.com, you will see all the things that they've got offered. Uh, this weekend, they've got Wild Angels, the women of rock, pop, and country. Go see some music this weekend. The music of Patsy Cline on Sunday. Footloose is on the main stage dinner, plus a wonderful show that critics and audiences are loving. All of the tickets to all of the things can be found at ShanhassenDT.com. Trying to bring out the hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's also where talk is fun. Speaking of fun, Steve has some fun facts. Things that make you go I just read a crazy one about Bradley Cooper that I'll add in in a moment here, but <clears throat> let's begin with Barbara Walters, Baba Wawa. She's won three of these awards that maybe you might think, just by looking at her, she wouldn't even be eligible for them. Male Artist of the Year. <laughs> that's a good, that's a pretty good guess. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Rocco, anything come to mind? Barbara Walters, you'd look at her and say, really? You've been, you've won three of these awards and uh, anything could be eligible. ESPYs. ESPYs. These are great guesses. Grammy. Barbara Walters has won three NAACP awards. Oh. How about that? And that was all for her work on The View. That's it. No more context? That was it for that one. Right. Well, it's, you know, the NAACP is the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People. That's the that's the acronym for it. Mm-hmm. And so the view, you could argue, is pushing that forward. Maybe it was that she was an executive producer on the show. The show, I don't know. I don't okay, know. But at, at any rate, um, she's won three of them. Well, I mean, at, I mean, at one point, there's been a couple women of color on that panel, right? You know, at the same time. Oh, for sure. And so maybe they're like, hey. And it let's... started with Star Jones. You know, she was a part of the original cast. Yeah, so maybe that was breakthrough at that time. And then Barbara Walters by extension. Right. It's like the time I, w- I had to go to New York to accept a Gracie Award, which is like for women in media. But it's a, I felt like I earned it because I worked hard on my talk. But yet I'm not a woman. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you did the acceptance speech. You're I like, know, I first just... of all, to all my bros out there. <laughs> Behind every woman is a pretty sweet dude on my right. Wow. Here's one about Bradley Cooper that I just saw. Bradley Cooper was paid more for voicing Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy, that 2014 movie. We're not even talking about the sequels. He was paid more for voicing Rocket in Guardians of the Galaxy than he was for starring in Silver Linings Playbook and The Hangover Combined. I wonder why. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Marvel's money is different. Okay. They just, they just have deep pockets. If Marvel ever calls you, Donna, and they say, hey, we listen to you and we're looking for a voice in this up, you just say yes. You don't don't tell them anything truthful. Don't say like I think your movies are dumb. I don't get any of it. Okay. I'm over this. Say yes, and they will change your life with their money. Okay, that's how people get. Like I remember when Robert Downey Jr. made fifty million dollars after the first Avengers. I couldn't believe that number. Just could not believe it. One movie, fifty million dollars. Like because back end was factored in. So I'm sure he had a deal for like ten million or fifteen million, and then some percentage of the profits. Everybody goes out and sees it. Fifty million dollars. Wow! Get Unbelievable. It? Wow. Okay. Ninety-seven percent of clothes and ninety-eight percent of shoes sold in the U.S. are imported. Two per two percent of shoes are American-made. Three percent of clothing is American-made. Wow. Huh? Wow. No, I mean, I'm not totally surprised that yeah. most of it it comes from other countries, but that's an extremely low number of American-made shoes and clothes. Extremely low. Thank you. The fastest land animal is the cheetah, right? Yeah. How fast does the cheetah get? In a full sprint, the cheetah can get up to a speed of? 32 miles per hour. 75 miles per hour. <laughs> but it's only the 11th fastest animal overall. The fastest animal in the world is a bird. It's a peregrine falcon. Really? And get this. A peregrine falcon can fly up to 242 miles per hour. Seriously? That's a big bird. <laughs> You wouldn't even see. You wouldn't even see it. If it flew past your face, at at a full. No, I'm sure it can only do that at altitudes. Blah blah blah. Gravity or whatever. Science. Okay, call him Neil sure. deGrasse Tyson. But if imagine if one flew right past you at 242 miles per hour, you would hardly even see that something just flew past you. I would have thought like the hummingbird, maybe. The hummingbird's wings flap 60 times a second. So if you have a, an iPhone, which I heard you upgraded recently, you would go to your video. I don't even notice any difference in the phone. Go, go to your video and then go to slow motion if you see them. Oh, that's cool. And then you get a really cool like. Yeah. Good to know. Thank yeah, you. Thank, no, thank You're you, You're my Donna. best friends. It's fun. Now, the infighting has already started for us in Project We're Down fine. and Dirty. It's fine. Just be kind. That's all you got to do. I think we have, um, are we going to make it through this? We have to go scout a location today, don't we? We do. Mm. We have to send some pictures, some videos. September 30th, by the way, is the screening of our movies. Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. It's happening at the Showplace Icon at the West End. So it's going to be great. There's going to be a red carpet. I think we have just a few VIP tickets that are left. You can go to mytalk1071.com. 
and you will find all of the things that we have. And thank you to David at First Equity yeah. Mortgage. I brought some velvet sport coats to the dry cleaners today. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going nice. to wear on the red carpet. I what think I'm going to wear that. I think I'm going to wear something sparkly. Oh, for the red carpet. I'm going to wear a jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. Yes. I call it my giant onesies. I need a new full suit, like a full suit. Rent the runway. (laughs) Maybe I should. No, I think I should buy one. Okay. Tax write off. Fine. You do you. I know they're offering the ladies rent the runway here at uh, my Oh, they are? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go there now. Okay, bye. We'll be right back. We're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve, the experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is also. Yeah. I think we're excited about our movie. We're back. Just as long as we don't have to have too many long meetings in small rooms. Was she crowding you physically? No, it was fine. I think just towards the end, it got stressful. We're, we're starting to worry about, like, we changed our location. We're like, are we going to be able to get it? We've got to put in some legwork on it. We only have a couple days. It, it got, it's going to be stressful. Yeah, there are a bunch of I think of it's these. supposed to be, actually. Yeah, this is what Amy is deciding. See, here's the thing about this year's Project Down to Dirty Film Fest is at first blush, we were all like, oh, so fun, because the idea, the finished product of it all is great. But let's compare this to, for instance, last year when we were at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings. Mm. There's zero prep. It was show up, operate a dozer, and you're working while you're there. You learn to dig sand and all that kind of stuff, and that's it. This one, never before in my five years of being here have I done any pre-work for it because it's usually the week of is like crazy, weird, unexpected. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time that there have been meetings. You got to commit some brain power to it ahead of time. Very long hours. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to be working into the night. Which days do we get to take off that week just off air and play our best stuff? I know. Ooh, good question. Let's make this a good show so we can repeat it. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Start over. Uh, Well, (laughs) actually, uh, what I'll do is throughout today's show, I will prepare this for next Wednesday. And so I'll be like crazy with it. You know, everything we just said, blah, blah, blah. And it being September 28th. Wow. We are live at West End. Uh, So cool here. So cool. (laughs) The restaurants. Oh, my God. How about the bar? It's great. Meet Uh, you out there. 394. (laughs) And me like it. And Xenia Park Place. Hey, we're going to be near your um, your old radio station. Any chance we get into a newsroom fight with them? I would love Can we that. schedule something? Uh, wouldn't it be Absolutely. fun? They're just right upstairs, basically. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that means something's going to happen. You know what we should get? We should get one of them to cameo. That would be amazing. You're tight with Barrero now. Chill, bro. Yeah. Leave him out of this. Hey, He's he, a Hall of Famer. He doesn't have time for this, but... Sus might. I think so. <laughs> I have a great idea right now. It's coming okay. to me. We could get any of those guys. Adam West. Dave I love James. Adam West. Yes. That'd be great. Come on, your old buddy must. We got. There's a specific role coming to mind. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, be great. Oh, yeah. All oh right. my gosh. We'll, we'll have, to, have to get permission. Yeah, management will have to make some sort of a blood agreement. That Just is- this one time. 
You know what? It'd that be like work. when Leno and Letterman, they were, you know, hadn't spoken in years. Do you remember this Super Bowl commercial uh, that they did? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I actually wondered if it was too, green screen. Oprah, Oprah was in the middle. Yeah. And uh, it was Oprah and Dave, which is already funny because they had a sort of speechless feud for years. Dave Letterman tried to get her on. In fact, in the same way that we call for the soup, what's the soup? Oh, yeah. Letterman would call live old school phone, pull it out on his desk, and would call Harpo Studios on the show and would ask for Oprah. Uh, This is Dave Letterman calling for Oprah Winfrey. And then they'd say, hang on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, she's not available right now. Okay. And then they had this whole song that uh, that Paul, what's his name? Um, Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer and his orchestra would play. Instead of It Ain't Over Till It's Over, It Ain't Oprah Till It's Oprah. And he was trying to get her on the show after she started not talking to him after his failed Oscar joke, Oprah, Uma, Uma, Oprah. I never understood why I, that was a why deal. Why is that offensive? But, they're just strange names. That's, I think, what the joke what the was, was. But... Anyway, then she finally comes on the show. After all of these years, she comes out beautifully dressed. It's like the whole show is Dave and Oprah, the only guest of the night. It was wonderful. So then years later, they do that commercial, and it's Dave and Oprah. So it's already funny to the audience. Look at them. Wow, now they're even doing a commercial. And then when he said something along the maybe you could find it, Rocco, because he says something along the lines of like, who invited this guy? And then it goes to a three shot. And now you see right on the other side of Oprah is Jay Leno. And that was the bigger feud was Leno and Letterman. It was like, especially I think it was more Letterman to Leno than it was Leno to Letterman. Um, yeah, I think I got it here. But it, I remember I was so shocked when I saw it. I was like, wow, how did they do this? How did they pull off this coup? Cool. Right, here they are. They're sitting on a couch. All right, here we go. This is the worst Super Bowl party ever. Now, Dave, be nice. Are you just saying that because I'm here? Why are you just saying that because I'm here? <laughs> I don't know why it's so choppy. Yeah, but I couldn't believe it. And then, <laughs> and then Leno let him do that, you know, all of that. I was just like, oh. So anyway, maybe there's something with... It's like the Taylor Swift and uh, Katy, Katy Perry, Perry thing. She put Katy Perry in her video. Right. Yeah. There's something there. There's something there. Something oh, there. I like it. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking. I... Are you thinking like Wait, what are you the th- person that you, I was thinking, but nobody would know who that person is. Never oh, mind. I was thinking. I'm going to say, actually, I can say this word. Patron. Hmm. Hmm. Patron. Remember? Beginning. Mm-hmm. Patron. Mm-hmm. Sus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not su- I'm not saying sus like that. Sus like that's right, suspicious. Right. I get it. Wait, hold you on. Get, hang on, Rocco. Excuse us. Okay. This is DJ Rock Lobster. Coming up in about 24 minutes, we're going to have a dirt alert. I'm working on that right now. This is amazing. And then he could even be... At the end. At the end. Okay. Oh, All right. Well, so we'll good. make calls. But oh, we have God. management going to have to clear stuff. And management on anybody's end could get weird. You know? Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay, Have you guys good. been getting a sense in how the other shows are doing? No. Okay. No, but... I, I don't think they're doing as well as we are. I'm just going to say that. I don't know if that's true. Well, I well, the team that, we, that we're working with really feel like professionals. They I mean, are, they're in L.A. right now, and yeah. they're making calls with us in the middle of... They haven't even told us why they're in L.A. Right. Like I they, mean, if you could see the films that they've created, they are legit... They are, they look like Oscar-nominated type films. 
Now, two bits of information that I found out, and one that Rocco and I found out. Here's first. I, I asked Grant. I said, "You guys have like a script coming together." This was last week, and he said, "Yeah, like we have we we kind of we've got something together." Point is, it was a brief encounter with I am Grant from the Lori and Julia show, but I was like, "Oh." They're they're further along than I probably would have stereotyped them as being. I would have ex- just expected a tornado of them feverishly writing Monday afternoon. Right. Rocco and I were recording something, and I just want to. I'm going to say this on the record so that there is no no foul play happened here. Rocco and I were recording a commercial, and we went and picked stuff off off the printer. And I was like, "Here, I think all all of this is yours." And then he started going through the things. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is ours, ours, ours." And then he said, "Oh." This is from the Jason and Alexis show. This is some kind of like thing. And then he immediately put it down and he said, I think that that probably has to do with like PD and D stuff, their short film. So I said, he was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Are we, should we be looking at this? And I said, no, 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 put it down. Don't look. Let's record. And then we left it down and never turned it over. But had we been interested in foul play, I don't know what advantage it would have given us. Likely none. But we could, because it's not a competition between the shows. But anyway, we had that, but we took the high road. Isn't that right, Rocco? That's right. All right, good we for you guys. We would never sabotage or do any intel right. on other people's But shows. we thought, wouldn't it be something if their film ran? Actually, theirs will probably run Right last. now, somebody's tweeting at Jason that we are sabotaging them. Stop it! We're not sabotaging them. But then what if we had done the, like, right before theirs ran, if theirs was, like, the grand finale of the film fest, ours ran, and it was a shot-for-shot remake. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like that idea. But no, but no, we didn't look at it. We went our own way. But it was, you know, it was one of those classic Project Down and Dirty Things where it's almost like there was, like, the producers had planted something in front of us. A little right, temptation on the reality show on Big Brother or Survivor, right. and then you're like, hmm. Mm, it's like Watergate. Yeah. You know? Should we? Should we break in? I am not a crook. Ooh, another ah. Republican president impersonation. Rocco. I love this. Great. I do Democrats as well. Right. You he do mostly Barack. does Republicans. It's largely Republicans. Although I did meet our uh, our Democratic governor the other night at the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame, Governor nice. Walls, and had long thought if I ever meet him, I know exactly what I'm going to say to him. And then I totally bailed and didn't say it. My thinking was someone from the who was getting inducted said they, they invited him. So he came and um, I had always said, if I ever meet him, I'm just going to tell him he was our lead in on Twin Cities Live for like a year during the pandemic. Mm, They're right. everyday press conferences. Every single day. And I just wanted to say, hey, look, I want you to know that whether I agree with every minutia of every decision that you've made, I want you to know that I really respect the fact that you went up to the podium every day and it was a very unenviable job and you took difficult questions from the room of reporters. And I just always looked at that and was like, that is not a job that I would want. And he handles it well. And, you know, there are all sorts of questions coming from all sorts of different angles. I thought, yeah. good Lord, I would never want that job. And so I wanted to say, well done. And I, you know, you have my respect for standing up there and dealing with all that. And thanks for being our lead in. And what'd you say instead? I said, and I quote, Governor Steve Patterson. <laughs> And that was it, and you walked away? <laughs> there was a group of five. And so, you know, it was like, hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Katie. And then I was like, Governor Steve Patterson? That's right. all I said. But did it sound like I was introducing myself as the governor? <laughs> governor Steve Patterson? And you are? That's funny. That's funny. Anyway, I've right, been Good talking to you. Um, can we just mention our charities real quick? Yeah. 
Um, so our charity is face to face. Uh, they're an organization in St. Paul doing wonderful things for uh, especially at-risk youth. Mm-hmm. We're going to be speaking yeah. with them next week at Twin Cities Film Fest, of course, who's helping out all of us. Uh, Alexandra House and One Heartland, awesome. who we absolutely love. So thank you to all of them. And, of course, again, David at First Equity Mortgage. There you go. We got to go. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into a couple of things that we have seen and that we would like to say things about. There was a really interesting thing that has like geologists confounded regarding an earthquake in Mexico. Science. Does it mean anything? And Donna has something about a way that you should not cook chicken. It feels obvious when she says it, but apparently (laughs) people are doing this. You have to hear this. That's coming up on Donna and Steve on my talk. The ideas are coming to us oh right now. Oh my gosh, we're, 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 we can't be stopped. No. We just cannot be stopped. Our movie's not going to be seven to ten minutes. It's going to be at least It's got to be a solid uh, Christopher Nolan, two hours and 19 minutes. <laughs> Here's the thing. If it is a short film, by definition, mm-hmm. you got to pay close attention because it's going to move pretty fast. And if you yeah. blink, you're going to miss something. You know, I think it will be. It, it, it'll fit the time. And Justin and Kristen will make sure that it does. But actually, when you read the script... A script, uh, not to go like, too deep on this, we'll be deep in PD&D talk next week, but they say a page of dialogue is generally equivalent to one minute on screen. Right. And so when you read the script, the script kind of moves pretty quick where you're almost like, oh, it's all done. Like you actually, at the bottom of the script, I'm like, oh, I want it to kind of keep going, you know, but I think it yeah. will, it'll, when you put it all into motion, um, oh, it's going to be great. It'll, it'll move at a good pace. I'm I think it's so gonna be fun. excited. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. May I start? Absolutely, Steve. Because this has to do, this is an interesting thing that I read regarding earthquakes. Okay. Okay. Earthquakes, particularly um, in Mexico. And it's just sort of strange, and we're not sure what it means. Son of a gun. Here we go. Okay. This from the newsletter that I don't get paid to plug, but I plug it over and over again. You sure do. It's called The Morning Brew. It reads, good morning. Something really spooky is going on in Mexico. A 7.4 magnitude earthquake rattled Mexico City on Monday, which was the same date, September 19th, as two other deadly earthquakes that hit Mexico, one in 1985 and the other in 2017. So what are the odds of big earthquakes hitting on the same day? One physicist said the probability of three earthquakes happening on the same date was 0.000751%, or 1 in 133,000. While another expert marked the odds much lower at 0.000024%. They say the coincidence of the dates of the earthquakes deserves to open new lines of scientific research, Mexico's National Seismological Service said. So essentially, since there have been these three bad earthquakes that have happened in the last 50 years, 40 plus years, all on September 19th, 
they're wondering if seismologists now should be looking to figure out, is there a pattern? Is there something that we can trace in terms so that the thing that everyone always wishes you could do with an earthquake, could we predict it? You know, and and I mean, if you predict the year that's going to come, that's not so helpful. Like, you, that's what's so horrifying. You ever been in an earthquake? Um, not really, not really. No, you. I was in two, and both where I was under a table or and then in a doorway. One at home, one at work, and they are. Imagine we were talking right now, and then all of a sudden, everything started shaking. And like the the. You feel the wave, right. yeah. Oh, it's like feet. a wave of like the ground. It feels like it's almost like oceany, and That's then you terrifying. just like everything is just shaking. You're hearing everything mm. moving. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh! I have a friend who moved out of Los Angeles after experiencing one earthquake. She was like, "I can't, I can't live through that again." You remember Chris Schauble from the KTLA Morning News, the thing that went viral a few years ago. Maybe this was more like eight years ago. There was yeah. an earthquake live on air. Yes. And his eyes went the size of saucers, and he said, earthquake, and then immediately got under the news desk, and they were live on the air. And, and you know, people memed him for it, and he has a very good sense of humor about it, but he was just like me in that moment. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not waiting to figure this out. I'm going to get underneath this right. table and I right would, now. If I were the cameraman, I would, too. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Anyway. Rocco, you ever been in a quake, brah? I don't believe I've ever been in a quake, No. Try to avoid them if you can. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Also, try to avoid cooking your chicken in NyQuil. All right. The FDA has just ruled that doing so is unsafe. Why did the FDA need to rule? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Earlier this year, there was a TikTok health trend called the Sleepy Chicken Challenge where people were supposedly boiling chicken in NyQuil. Mm, Donna. Some people claimed it could be a cure for a cold. Now, for most of us, common sense immediately flags that as an obvious, oh, hell no, right? Yes. For others, doctors came out right away and warned about the dangers, and now the FDA has issued an alert. We do have a sampling of this uh, being practiced on TikTok. Oh. Kick it. Oh, geez. I did not know I had to uh, oh, yeah. this hour. How's it going? Pretty good. It's going good. Good. All right. So this is uh, FDA. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I was you. working on the millennial exit. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Right. It's going to be really good. Here's uh, about <laughs> the chicken and the NyQuil. <laughs> My wife got sick last night, so I'm cooking up some NyQuil chicken. I've done this in the past, and usually I use about, you know, four-thirds of the bottle. Season that NyQuil in there just Four-thirds the right of the bottle. You don't want to let it sit there and sizzle for about, you know, five to 30 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes the steam really makes you sleepy. What you're looking for is that blue color right there. Bring it unused right back into the NyQuil can, just like so. And boom, NyQuil chicken. Oh my God. Okay, that's a joke. Donna, when you, yeah. Right? That's fake. That's a joke. But. Four thirds. Doesn't it remind you of the people that you would meet at meet and greets back in your country music days? (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to you for five fourths of my life. (laughs) Now we have some audio of. Donna, click on the video because I want you to watch it as Rocco plays it. Okay, wait. wait. Uh, it's at the bottom of what I just put in a little YouTube link. Okay, okay. This is the video of that earthquake when it happened back in 2014 on St. Patrick's Day. And Chris Schauble's face, I will <gasps> never get tired of watching. Oh, my God. 
Ginger, thank you. Coming up, more problems for a troubled Earthquake. Yep, We're having an earthquake. They both go under the oh desk. Oh, my God. His eyes were like, what is that? The video is shaking Okay, it, it appears to have stopped. Yeah. Um, we're going to... We're gonna we're gonna jump right now to the to, yeah to the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, let's get right on that right now. That felt very uh, close. Very strong. Yeah, let's get That's right on that. That's some good presence of mind to say we're okay, immediately going to uh, go to the Geological Survey. Yeah. But his do, face wait, how does is amazing. One do that? What does that mean? We're going to go to what do they have a source? I think that they have a a, a live running site, kind of like you can track the national debt. Okay, so like oh, the weatherman is probably aware. Like, here's what we're going to do. I think that if you go to like the U.S. Geological, it's probably like a live stream feed of what's registering on the Richter Got scale. It. I love how he's like, it's calm now, and meanwhile, the graphic behind them Still is shaking, shaking violently. Wow, that was wow, that his, was his scared face right at the beginning is just. Amazing. I know it's just. His mouth and his eyeballs just opened up like, yeah. Whoa! Oh my gosh. Wow, that was amazing. I did the news with him for one day. Thank you guys for asking. Oh, really? Yeah, he's great. Cool. He's the best. Thanks, I just man. don't have time for follow up questions. Hey, I do want right, to tell you fine. more, but I can't. We got music news coming up. Adam Levine is admitting to sending inappropriate text messages while his wife is pregnant with baby number three. That on the way. And also, Shania Twain. He teases a new song, all coming up next in The Beat.